so that your page is listed correctly as an e-commerce business. You really want to grow it past that 10K following so you have the swipe up option in your stories, working to get your page verified, um, making sure your contact buttons and your call to action buttons are set up correctly. So if you're trying to um, help there with messaging, emails, or customer service, you also can set up a shop feature so they can view the shop on Instagram. Welcome to the Instagram Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. I'm sorry it's been so long since I did a podcast episode. A lot has changed. You heard the new intro music already. I hope you liked it. If you stick around, you're going to hear a lot more new music at the end. You, you're definitely going to want to hear this. Trust me. So stick around for the end of the episode. I apologize for it being so long since I did a podcast episode. A lot has changed. I interviewed for a lot of new roles and I ended up getting a new position as a product manager working on messaging inside an app. I don't want to say too much about it because it's very new, but that has taken a lot of my time. And also I was trying to spend time outside as much as possible in the summer. Now that it's getting colder, I'm back inside a little bit more. So I'm going to be working on projects like this. But if this is your first time listening to my podcast, what I do is interview experts who know a lot more about Instagram than I do, and I get them to come on, share their secrets, the strategies they share with their clients that they implement for a lot of money, and I get them to share those secrets with you for free. If you like this kind of content, please check out my daily show. It's called The Instagram Stories, and every day in just about four minutes, I cover new features of Instagram as they get released and added. A lot of times I talk about features before they're added, and I also share strategies, tips and tricks in small bite-sized chunks that you can digest as part of your morning routine. If you have an Amazon Echo smart speaker or a Google smart speaker, you can listen to it there. Just look for it as part of your morning news briefings. Or you can listen on Apple Music, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Overcast, wherever you get podcasts. Look for the Instagram stories. Tons of valuable bite-sized information in ways that you can enjoy and benefit from. If you like this content and if you enjoy it, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Apple Music is probably the best place to do that or on Amazon.com. Just search for the Instagram stories. That would be great. Every review that I get helps other people to find the show. It's a free way to support and I really appreciate it. If you want to do a financial contribution of some kind, that would be great too. You can go to buymeacoffee.com slash IG stories. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com slash IG stories. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So today I'm interviewing Carrie Gottschalk. Carrie is a super nice woman. She's highly recognized as an influencer in the social media industry. She's been at the forefront of the social media world for 13 years. She's done paid social for five years. She's managed over $15 million in ad spend. She's worked with large clients like Sherry's Berries, Wyndham Hotels, TEDx Mile High, and others. She has a lot of experience in domestic and international markets. She has really a reputation as a skilled social media strategist, advertiser, and has an excellent understanding of digital performance metrics with a lot of focus on e-commerce, direct response, and performance marketing. In this episode, we get into a ton of really good information, but particularly around Instagram shops and what that's like as an experience, how business owners can capitalize on it and get the most out of Instagram 
as a way to get customers from the platform. You're going to love it. Check out the episode. Please send me a message and let me know what you think. And if you could leave a review, I would really appreciate it. Here's today's episode. And don't forget to stick around for the music at the end. You're going to love it. Today on the show, we have Carrie Gottschalk. Carrie, welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being willing to come on the show. Of course. For people who are not familiar with you, can you please introduce yourself and tell us what it is that you do? Yeah, um, so my name is Carrie Gatschak, and I am a media buyer that specializes in Facebook and Instagram for e-commerce. A lot of my clients are in health, wellness, or athleisure, and I have spent over $14 million on advertising on the platforms. That's great. Do you <laughs> mind talking a little bit about how you really started to get involved with Instagram? What attracted you to the platform? Yeah, so um, about... Four and a half years ago now, I went independent, and when I did that, I decided that I was going to be solely a media buyer and focus on just advertising for e-commerce, and why I liked it is just the direct response aspect and performance marketing aspect of it. Um, it's always very rewarding and very measurable to know that your efforts on the platforms are obviously producing some form of revenue for you. So by focusing on e-commerce and sales um, and just knowing that and finding different strategies on different ways to spend money effectively that were profitable <laughs> was really exciting for me. I come from a bit of a sales background too, which ties into that. And why I chose Facebook and Instagram and specifically why I like Instagram even more is I feel like the visual aspect of Instagram has allowed it to become an extremely shoppable social channel and works extremely well for discoverability. So a lot of the times when people are scrolling through Instagram, they're usually bored looking for entertainment or how many times have you been scrolling through Instagram and you're like, ooh, that's pretty. I want to buy that. <laughs> so it's become a great um, placement destination, especially for e-commerce and sales and assisting with conversions and all forms of the sales funnel from awareness, conversion, and consideration. Okay. You said a ton there. Can <laughs> we get into a little bit more about what are the strategies that you work with your, your clients on? And specifically, I guess, what size clients, right? These are not small businesses. These are medium to large size organizations typically that you're working with, right? Yeah. So typically, um, most of the people I'm working with are, like I said, e-commerce and when I look to qualify someone to work with in e-commerce, I look at how many SKUs they have on their site and then go through just a few different aspects of the purchasing journal fun purchasing journey funnel. Um, so typically if you have anywhere from three to 500 SKUs, you're probably going to be set up more for successful online e-commerce advertising. If I get someone that only maybe has six products on their site, it's just a little bit more challenging because people don't have that many products to shop from. And then that purchasing journey um, experience, I also look at what type of creatives are there, how their shopping page is laid out, what detail is on the shopping page, what the experience is like for add to cart, how much their shipping cost is, um, and then different ways to pay. Can I pay on site? Can I connect my PayPal, um, especially with COVID, a lot of the payment assistant tabs have been extremely, extremely popular in helping with conversion, um, where it breaks up the payments for larger price items. So 
all of those do help assist not only with um, the advertising, but also the sales aspect of getting people to not only click on your ad, but add to cart, initiate checkout and checkout and also results in a higher return on ad spend. So what sort of strategies or, or features of the ads do you work with clients on? Specifically on the ads and ads creatives, um, typically the client already has their pixel set up, they have loads of audience data, they have um, their product catalog set up. So when we go in to set up ads, what we'll do is we'll set up a conversion funnel of um, that awareness consideration conversion audience in the ads manager. So one's a prospecting audience of people that have never heard of you before. And that audience could be of personas of who you think would buy from you. That audience could be made from lookalike audiences using custom data. Um, that warm audience, that middle audience, that's going to be someone that's heard about you, but hasn't purchased from you. So that could be anyone that watched a video, engaged with your page, follows you. They could have added to cart or they could have initiated checkout, but still have not completed the purchase journey. And then that warm or not warm, that hot retargeted audience is obviously going to be anyone that's purchased with you. And one good thing to know about that, especially in e-com, is if you set that window up within 30 to 60 days, most e-commerce shoppers are likely to come back and purchase again within the next 30 to 60 days. So it's really good to make sure you have that in there so they can continue to buy from you and increase the lifetime value of the shopper. That's really good to know. Is it just targeted at an individual or does it do per household? Like for instance, if my wife is looking at a particular product and she's very close to buying and it will show me an ad for that same product because it knows somebody in the house is very interested. Does it work on a person level or per household? Um, it can be either dependent upon how that audience is set up. We can retarget based on site traffic, which then comes from the computer. So the computer will be retargeted. Or we can do it from past purchase history. So if it was your specific email, you might then get a specific ad sent to you. Got it. If I have the same ad set up or same email address for my Instagram account as the account I purchased with, right? Right. Yeah. But if it's if it's um, from your website too, you know um, how you could maybe go on Zappos and look at a pair of shoes and then they follow you all around the internet? Sure, sure. We can do that too <laughs> with advanced placement. Right, right. Um, yep. Okay. So we had talked about some of the strategies that you work with um, to, to implement. Can you talk a little bit about those? Yeah, so one of the biggest things, or I guess a few of the biggest things, is just to make sure that your Instagram um, page is set up correctly. And a lot of people have their Instagram page set up to maybe a 60 or 70% completion point, but there's a lot more you can do to set up the page fully. And then there's a whole kind of laundry list of things you can do to make sure it's set up properly for shopping. And I'll send you that list after we get off so that you can share it with your audience. But you really just want to make sure your profile is set up in full so that your page is listed correctly as an e-commerce business. You really want to grow it past that 10K following so you have the swipe up option in your stories, working to get your page verified, um, making sure your contact buttons and your call to action buttons are set up correctly. So if you're trying to um, help there with messaging emails or customer service, you also can set up a shop feature so they can view the shop on Instagram. When you're putting your website in there too, you want to make sure it's going to your website where people can shop directly versus about us or contact page 
Or if you don't want to put your website in there, other people use different links like linkshop.me or bcwid.com. And when they click on those links, it will open up to a window that shows all your Instagram posts where you can click on that post and shop if you don't have shopping enabled. So those are a couple workarounds. Um, you want to make sure the images you're putting on here too are directly related to your e-commerce store so that they're products of images and they could be standalone images of the product. They could be images of the product on a model or someone using it or someone more in a lifestyle scene. Um, you also can still add fun images that are brand related. A lot of people like to put branded quotes or memes up. Um, you just want to make sure that you still are very conscious, even though if you're looking at this on your phone or on Instagram all the time that you're using this as a business page and not a personal account. So you want to stay away maybe from some of the political or religious <laughs> or trend movements or even some of the COVID stuff, unless it's directly relevant to how your business operates. And then other things you can do too is make sure that you start to work with influencers, build out your product highlights. So your product highlights here actually could be showcasing or featuring a certain product or service, which is really nice to reference back to if anyone ever has questions about it. And then you want to make sure you're taking um, use of or taking advantage of all the features you can work with on Instagram. So maybe doing a reel of your product or an IGTV interview of a Q&A or talking to someone about the product or I know even this is girly, but with a lot of makeup products um, such as Harrods, they'll do IGTV on someone applying the face cream or the makeup and showing them how to use it, which can then assist with that purchase. And then there are also product guides you can put up for shopping guides as well. So that's just one area to get started in. <laughs> there's and there's then, a lot uh, there. There's a lot, there's a lot, but those are kind of the basics and the foundation because a lot of people miss these where they just are like, okay, I can use Instagram, I'll put my website and a few images up, and then they wonder why it's not converting. So these are really what's going to help you convert. Um, and then if you just go through the Instagram shopping list, you want to make sure in your settings that your Instagram account is definitely set up for Instagram shop. So okay, let's, people, let's yeah. talk about that. Because I think a lot of people you know, might have a product catalog on Facebook, right? And they yeah. have the link to their shopping cart on their own website. But what are the distinct advantages of using an Instagram shop if you qualify to make one? Exactly. So if you qualify to make the Instagram shop, it allows users to directly shop on Instagram. So it'll allow them to view product on Instagram. And by viewing product, um, you'll need to add product tags to your images or to your products on on the images to the products, sorry. So that, if I'm, if I'm scrolling through and I'm like maybe getting an ad from Mango and it shows this cute dress, I can just tap on that image and it says view product. It takes me to the product. It shows me product details and information. It shows me the price. And even from Instagram, it allows me to add it to a shopping cart and check out directly on Instagram so that I never have to leave the page I'm searching from. Because a lot of the times people, especially with Instagram or on their mobile phone, they're not going to remember a couple hours later to get online on their laptop or desktop to be like, oh yeah, I forgot I saw that and I wanted to buy it. Typically because buying behavior on Instagram is more impulsive, 
and kind of happens at the touch of a button. So if someone sees it, they're most likely to buy it within that first 30 to 60 minutes that they see the product. So you want to make it as shoppable, as quickly, as seamlessly, as easy as possible to tap on it, add it to cart, check out. And then when it comes to checking out, you want to make sure that they can still just check out on their mobile phone. So adding things like Apple Pay or the wallet or PayPal or something where they don't have to stop, get their card out, punch in their number. So wait, so I, and I actually didn't know this. So if you set up an Instagram shopping experience, you might not necessarily have the ability to have it completely accept payments through Instagram using all the things that you said. You have to set those up each individually if you want Google Pay, Apple Pay, PayPal, all of that? You can you can allow them different options. They can either check out when they click on it through the website, or if you qualify, you could be eligible to check out on Instagram. So right, that you right. don't have okay. Instagram. So when you when, sorry, I guess I should have distinguished. When you set up um, your Instagram shop, it can it will show them the details in Instagram and then they have the option to shop from the website or from Instagram directly. Right. Um, so but I, there's more limited edge. Uh, I can't talk. More limited eligibility on the Instagram directly, so you're most likely going to send them to your e-commerce website. Okay, that's what I was trying to get at yeah. and trying to understand. <laughs> now I understand also that sending them to your website has the advantage in that, apart from what you paid for the ad, Instagram does not take a cut. But if you check out fully through the Instagram experience, Instagram does take. I think it's thirty percent. Is that Right? Has that been your experience? I haven't worked with anyone yet that's qualified for it. So I'm gotcha. not 100% sure on their fee. But there are also advantages to going to the website as well. Is That's going to increase your website traffic. That's going to increase sure. your website retargeting audience. Whereas if they just stay on Instagram, that goes into the Instagram engagement of the post or ad audience. Right. So, and- I personally think it's probably better to send them to a website, but Instagram wants you to also know about the feature that it's native as well. So it really depends too. You might want to A-B test it on which one has a higher conversion and ROAS factor as well. So those are just a couple things to keep in mind if you're advanced and wanting to test this out. I most likely would run an A-B test on the two different options to either check out on website or check out on Instagram directly. But I think you explained it really well because you said if you check out on Instagram, you capture that mobile immediate impulse buy purchase that you might not get. But if you direct them to your website, you have the opportunity to get their email address, which you're not going to get from Instagram. You have a chance to uh, have them create an account and so you can find out a lot more information about them. You have a chance to put them on your mailing list or other things. That's not, um, how can I put it? That, That to me might be worth it. depending on your situation and how you look at it. And you're now getting that, that sale for, for a minimal cost. So um, there's advantages and disadvantages, but I actually think we presented this very well from both sides of the coin. So the businesses can make that determination. Exactly. And yeah, it really depends because a lot of it too comes back to your product price. So, I mean, talking about Harrods, we know they're not cheap. (laughs) So if I see something on Harrods, um, and it costs over $100 or $200, which it probably most likely will. Another feature on Instagram that I like is that you can actually save that post to a collection. And in my collections on Instagram, I have 
like a cute quotes and memes folder. I have a shopping folder. And like once a month, I might go back through that shopping folder and be like, what out of here do I really want to purchase now that's a little bit more pricey or something. So that's also the beauty in Instagram is that you can save those. And a lot of people are saving it. And you can even put it in your copy to like, check out our new dress. It's not going to be on sale for long or make sure to save this so you get it before summer or the end of summer or something like that so that people are like, oh yeah, I should save this to my shopping folder if they have one. <laughs> yeah, I, I do the same thing with saving posts. Um, I save things in there that I want to go back and specifically remember. And if you've ever liked a post and then you say, oh, what was that? And you try to find it and you haven't saved it. You can go back through your liked post, but you you're can gonna, go history. You can go yes. through your history on links that you've clicked on because I've done that too, where I found something on Instagram and I was like, I forgot to save it. What did I click on? Right. And then I'll go back and resave it if I was really interested in it. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the beauty of Instagram shopping too, is I just, I, I think it's so much more successful for people to use uh, Instagram for e-commerce, especially for, again, lower price point um, sales. So usually anything under $100 would have a one to seven day attribution window. Anything under 50, I'd say a one day attribution window. So that's a whole nother conversation with advertising and shopping. But um, yeah, the quicker and easier it is to buy, the the more likely you're going to convert. But that makes sense because, you know, a purchase over $100, I'm probably going to discuss with my wife before I make that purchase. But <laughs> under 100 I could probably just go ahead and, and make that without having a second thought. So I think it comes yeah. down to that impulse, immediate um, interaction that, or transaction that you can make right in that moment. Exactly. Excellent. Carrie, this has been great having you on. I love these topics. I love digging into the Instagram shopping experience. Can you tell us where we can find you online and what we can look forward to you creating in the near future? Yeah, so you can find me online on Instagram at Carrie Gotcha Chalk. And that honestly is primarily the best place to contact me. Um, you can also email me at Carrie Gotcha Chalk at gmail.com. I direct you to my website, but it's under construction right now as I've recently <laughs> moved and I'm changing a few things on there. And yeah, in the future, um, I think uh, you noticed, or I, we talked about this briefly earlier, but I just moved to London. So you'll see a lot more new content and projects and posts coming from large companies that I'm working with here. I have a wonderful travel client and that's picking back up with the world opening again. And um, I just brought on a really, really big uh, gifting client. I'm not sure I need to check my NDA if I'm allowed to talk about them yet, but I might be announcing that soon. Don't but tell us. Don't, we, yeah. we don't want to get you in trouble. Don't do anything. You're... <laughs> no worries. Yeah, so I'm just excited to have the work spread out now across the world and still be able to chat with my friends in the U.S. and see what everything new brings over here. That's excellent. Carrie, this has been so mm -hmm. great having you on the show. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, that's it for today's show. Hopefully you found Carrie's interview and information helpful. She's actually been absolutely great to talk to. If you did enjoy that, if you could do me a favor, go on Apple Music and leave a review. I would really appreciate that. If you think I have things to work on to improve the show, don't leave a bad review. Send me a message. I'll fix the things and then we can make it a good review. That would be excellent. If you would like more Instagram information, I do a daily show, which you can listen to on your Amazon smart speaker or your Google smart speaker or Apple Music, Spotify, all the other places. I'll give you a example. Recently, Instagram opened up the ability to have what was formerly the swipe up link 
in stories. Now it's a sticker instead of a swipe up. But now everyone has access to it, even if you don't have 10,000 followers. I don't think it's quite the huge deal that some people think. We can debate that some other time. But the point is, if you want to stay up on all the latest features like that, check out my daily show, The Instagram Stories. You will be as up to date as a human possibly can be about all things Instagram related. Let's do a quick story. If you recall, I got permission from Instagram to use their logo, branding, and trademark on my daily show, and they said I could extend it to other audio shows like this. However, they gave me a terms and conditions that I have to include to basically say that I'm not Instagram and so on and so forth, and I include that in the text description of the show. However, I've been listening to the Robin Hood Snacks podcast. If you're not familiar, Robinhood is a financial company. They have an app where you can buy and sell stocks, and they have a short daily show where they talk about various companies and what they're doing. So if you were interested in knowing more about those companies and potentially buying the stock, you would be up to date on the latest news about those companies. At the end of the podcast, they have a terms and conditions, basically, that they're required to include from their lawyers, except it's a wrap. And I listened to it quite a bit because I like this show, and I thought, I have a terms and conditions, why can't I have a rap? Well, there are some problems there. Number one, I'm a terrible rapper, no one wants to hear me do that. And number two, even if I could rap, I would still need to make the terms and conditions into something that would rhyme. Well, good news, the internet exists and I was able to find someone to do that for me. So here is the terms and conditions of this show in a rap. I'm not yet a member of the Instagram team But my podcast covers many Instagram themes But the name, image, logos, are trademarks are Instagram And the LCC in the USA and every territory Everything I publish independently until they let me run the team and start I pay my salary Not sponsored or endorsed, no lies, no fallacy I use their logo with permission, not malicious or callously No trademark violation, filling all criteria Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Daniel Hill Media I had so much fun making that, you have no idea When I found the gentleman on Fiverr who I was talking with about potentially doing this And he made me like a little bit of a sample And we had an idea of what background music we wanted to use for it and he sent me the first draft of what this sounded like. I laughed so hard by myself for about five minutes, like some kind of lunatic. I'm really glad my wife wasn't home. But anyway, after a few revisions, we ended up with that excellent final product, which I absolutely love. Okay, that's going to do it for today's episode. But in two weeks, I'm going to have a new episode. It's with Ashley Langer. Ashley is a super nice lady who has started a community called Business Socialistas. We talk about Instagram strategy, how to build a community. Come back in two weeks for that episode. You're going to love it. And if you would like to be on the show, send me a direct message at Daniel Hill Media. If you feel that you have some Instagram strategies that my audience would benefit from, I'd love to have you on. If you have an Instagram-related product that you would like to talk about as well, you think my audience would benefit from, it would be a good fit, send me a DM. I would love to chat about it. Come back in two weeks for the next episode of the Instagram stories. And then if you like this, send me a message at Daniel Hill Media. I'd love to chat. Thanks for listening. You know, I was thinking while you were talking how we first uh, or how I first came across you. And I was thinking it was when you were speaking at Agents of Change, which was probably 
a, a couple of years ago now, right? Because um, that was fall nineteen. Yeah, I think that's was, when it was yeah, because was my friend Jen Laner had spoken at um, Ages of Change. I was looking who else was on the lineup, and like, oh, this is such a cool event. And um, I think that's where I first started your seeing your content. Oh, fun. Okay, I always wonder. I'm like, did those ever get any traction? And 